bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this. Is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics, like we're talking about reality TV. I feel like there's like small gnats flying around in here. Have you noticed? No, ew. Not like really tiny. You didn't see that in there yesterday. I saw one in there yesterday. Okay, well, I just saw one in here. Is it because I keep living these seas maybe lollipops the around? sugary lollipops? <laughs> I'm I... waiting for a line of ants to go on that, and I still haven't seen it. Every there hasn't been I any. Ca- no, there hasn't been any. <laughs> there hasn't been any. And That's so I leave about- it. I know. And I leave it right there. I don't touch it. I come in after like four days. It's it's like coated in dust. There's cat hair sticking to it. <laughs> no, I have I'm not. To, I have to rip it off the table. Mm-hmm. It pulls off like the <laughs> laminate of the table. And I'm just like, yum. I am not touching it. Now, unless there's bugs on it or like something, there's a fire, your shit is staying exactly where it is. I don't know where those those little things, why those little flying things are. Maybe it's when the door opens here. I don't know. I got to start, you know, unfortunately, now the weather's starting to get warmer, which means I have to fucking start to fucking deal with bugs. But maybe it's warmer and wet. There's no oh. fruit laying around. Is there rotting oranges or grapefruits in that backyard of yours? With all um, of your fruit trees? Maybe. There's definitely lemons those that are Those things remind me around. of things that fly around fruit. Anyway, we're back after an unplanned yet glorious week off. We had an equipment snafu that we had to fix last week in our drug den studio. Um, and we decided to, speaking of uh, Shannon Bedore, we decided when life hands you lemons, make a fucking, <laughs> you know, vodka lemonade. Take a week off. Yeah. We're like, mm-hmm. fuck that. We'll just, um, we'll just take a week off. Shit needed to get fixed. Shit died. Shit. Yeah. died shit just it was how great died. was it though uh you know i guess i've reached a point in life where i really could do nothing i literally could do nothing i think there was one day that i played video games i think for 23 hours straight or did you play it for seven hours and fall asleep at 3 p.m yes, and wake up happened. at 1 a.m that did and happen go, wait that did happen yes that that did happen for sure yeah well, because of the equipment thing, even mm. our Patreon podcasts, uh, th- one of them was so late, uh-huh. like it was like 10 days late. Uh-huh. So we had to do three Patreons and they're all an hour right. in, in like the span of two days. And mm. it was more drunk Brandy and Julie than anyone has ever needed in 48 hours. Like, it's just like, OK, it's that's not what we s- literally signed up for. Like, we need to space these out. We need a different vibe like we're doing like three hours of recording by the end i'm like practically blacked out but in honor memo yes of the shit showery 
of this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the we shit jury. we dragged drag me Monique, drag me. <laughs> we dragged out one of our greatest hits episodes, "No Shirts Off in My Class, Sir," mm. and we are offering it for free listening or re-listening, as it were, mm-hmm. to anyone who's interested. We will include the link to that episode in the description of this podcast. All you have to do is click on it, and you can hear the whole hour. Um, it's from December 2018. Wow. We, we need for the 14 listeners oh, to know that God. these things are timeless. Mm. It doesn't matter. This is how fucking dumb we are, how we'd never evolve. <laughs> like, nope. it's the same comedy. It's the same. Eight. The only thing about me is that I sound less nasally with my long haul COVID. It's timeless. And we are going to play now. Just as an amuse bouche, the title track that inspired it all. <laughs> now the episode takes a lot of mm. twists and turns. It sure does. We do a whole entire sh- eight-minute song dedicated to Captain Lee and <laughs> Kate Chastain and her petrified <laughs> pussy. Okay, we didn't want to put that here. One must go listen to the whole episode if they want to hear that track. I mean, but this is no shirts off in my class, sir. Okay, let's enjoy. Mm. I liked that. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. <laughs> this is why she does this off. Let's see. Oh, that kind of sounded like. Oh, now we're back to this. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, did you ask this me, did it. I like those so- yeah. sounds with this beat? Oh, I was right. God damn, I should be a music, music something. An intern. That's good. Hit it! No, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Stay on, stay on rhythm. <laughs> the, I can't do, it's a different rhythm. It's a problem, but we like that sound is the thing. I liked like both of those. Do the sound. I thought you were controlling the rhythm of your fingers. I am. Mm. Okay. Well, you're going to need to jump in that double dutch at the right time. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's tight. Wait. <laughs> I like it. You know it's good if it makes me kind of want to exercise for two minutes. Yeah. Here we go. Ladies, get your ready to go. Here we are. We're gonna do punching. And one. Nope. Nope. Something's wrong there. <laughs> Hold on. Let's back up. <laughs> Don't punch it. Not yet. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Zumba part one. Murray, Mary, uh, what's your name? <laughs> Can't talk and do this at the same time. No. And to the left, to the right, to the left, <laughs> to the right. On the floor, on your back, on your front. To the left, no. to the right. Well, we were on the to ground. To the left, we were on our to front. The right. On the ground. On your back, on the floor, to the front. <laughs> and to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right. On your back, on the floor, to the front. <laughs> on your left, to the right, on your left, to the right. On your back, to the floor, on the front, on your face. Let's go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful, meaningful song. The meaning was deep. The feelings were deep. Mm -hmm. 
You must have had a muse who was rolling around, stop, drop, and roll style. And they were on fire. Basically, they were on fire. On fire they were to, on fire. They were on fire to the beat, and the beat had them on fire. Yeah, they were on fire to the beat. That's right. They were on fire to the beat. Because the beat's on fire. Ooh. The beat is on fire. Oh, no. It's <laughs> the beat is on fire. The beat is on fire. Larry, no. Put, keep your. Uh, we want your pants on, please. Shirts on now. No shirts off in my class. Thank you, sir. The beat is on fire. Yeah, yours sound needs to be called No the Shirts beat Off in My Class. is on fire. No shirts off in my class, please, sir. <laughs> no shirts off in my class. You're making your own bit No track. shirts off in my class, please, sir. No shirts off in my class. And to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, on your back, on the floor, to the front. <laughs> to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, on the back, your back, to the front, to the floor. Then do another rule. Mm. Another rule? No. Uh-huh. Okay. No men allowed in the class. <laughs> no men allowed in the class. Sir. You're making everyone feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no men allowed in the class. Um, but you know, why are men in the aerobics class? Y- you aside, Johnny, because I know you like it. Only modified. gay men allowed in the class. <laughs> That's right. Only gay men allowed in the class. Sir, I'm going to ask you to leave. <laughs> I'm gay. I'm gonna, oh, you can say. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Only gay men allowed in the class. <laughs> Only gay men allowed in the class. What was the other thing? Oh, sir, I'm going to ask you to leave. <laughs> the other thing was, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Only gay men allowed in the class. <laughs> Only gay men allowed in the class. Oh, what? Keep your shirts off. No, wait, what is it? Oh, <laughs> no shirts off allowed. I don't even remember what I said. Okay. Mm, Only shirts on in the class. I oh. don't remember either. Keep your shirts on in my class, sir. Sir. Keep your shirts on in my class, sir. I'm reclaiming your shirt. I'm reclaiming your shirt. I'm reclaiming your shirt in my class. I love our new workout song. I want to think of all the rules that we have. Um, Please wipe off your mat. Oh, good one. (laughs) This will be called the rules. That's a good one. Yeah. Actually, please wipe off my mat for me. (laughs) And again, please. Please wipe off my mat for me. Yes, I should be recording this. <laughs> I oh, thought I you am. were. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, five okay, years ago. Well, no, no, may I guess maybe just only four years ago. But wow, where, almost five though. No, I don't it'll know, be but... five in December. Where wow. does the time go? I don't know. It goes in my. Oh, fat and then my weird body falling apart and my dry asshole and everything flaking and just horrendous but oh man if you like that song and you want to hear more just click on the link in the description of this episode and it'll take you to that free i mean you got come on 
I mean, if you don't, if that didn't make you laugh, I don't know. But we've got nothing for you. We literally got nothing <laughs> for you. When when we make us, when we make our own selves laugh, then I'm like, yeah. Oh. I enjoyed that. Oh, <laughs> God. You can subscribe to our Patreon there. There's no politics and no ads. We do two a week and they're both an hour each and they're both a dollar. You don't have to sign up for both. You can start with just one a week or even one a month. Now, Lisa Mahone, uh-huh. she's a subscriber. Okay. Last year, Lisa, um, on the first episode of Do You 22, Lisa sent us her gorgeous picture for the Drugged and Bulletin Board along with a Sephora gift card for me and a Starbucks gift card for you. But I have to say, my mouth. Yeah. This year, mm-hmm. she sent us a picture of her goddamn baby as an Ewok and it beats any <sighs> gift card. Okay. The picture of the baby is the gift. The baby needs to get into my belly immediately. <laughs> oh my God. It's our baby. Oh my God. Sorry. Sorry, Miss Lisa. Wow. Miss Lisa, that's our baby, Oliver. Oh, that's cute. Can oh, you I love even the name take him? No. I can't. I can't. He is. Oh, I love a. Mm. Bond. I mean, like, that, that, uh. that's going to send me into menopause because I feel all of my fallopian tubes trying to send an egg down. I know. Well, I have my period <laughs> right now. And, like, I feel like maybe it's time. Maybe I need to go try and get pregnant. Yeah, fertile you know ground, I mean? honey. I think I might be able to do it. Start still. walking the streets. Oh, why not? Someone will <laughs> fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't just wear, you know, put on a wig and just be like, I'm so horny. Dear Brandy and Julie, currently listening to Gay Penguin Army uh, episode of the Patreon and laughing my ass off. I wanted to drop a note saying thank you for making Do You 22 hilarious. On the regular weed podcast, you stated that the current political climate is like Empire Strikes Back. And Brandy asked who would be the Ewoks for the next stage, i.e. Return of the Jedi. So... In keeping with the theme, I've enclosed a picture of my son, Oliver, dressed as an Ewok on Halloween. I love you, ladies, and can't wait to see what you have in store for 2023. All the love and drugs, Lisa and Oliver. That is fucking cute. It's like, was Oliver born in Do You 22? Like, we don't know. He looks like a tiny little baby. How old is that? I mean, if he was that age at Halloween, I feel like he just... I think he looks younger than a year. I don't know. We're terrible with that, with babies. Awful. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm hoping he can't even walk yet there because he's still perfect to be shoved into my belly. He is so <laughs> fucking cute. Uh, what a cute mm-hmm. Ewok costume. Very cute. I love a chub. I love a, he's got I love huge a... hands, huge feet. <sighs> we can't tell. It's just what his hair is. It does. It's, he like looks like color. a Gerber baby. Yeah, he I really love does. a chub baby. He is Lisa, Lisa. Congratulations. I mean, to honestly, you. slow clap for your goddamn <laughs> jeans there, yeah. bitch, because mm-hmm. he is mm-hmm. beyond. Very he really handsome. is. And I do want to shout out my mouse, Sam Lambert. Okay. Now, so Sam sent us a holiday card um, of her and her family, like way back in December. Now, you probably don't remember this, Mau Mau, but we were like pretty stoked <laughs> because we only have 14 listeners mm-hmm. and they drop off in droves every day. <laughs> and do. so we need, yeah. <laughs> and the only reason we can maintain 14 is because new people come. So when we saw Sam and her family and they are an awesome, awesome family, um, we were really, really excited that they were here. In fact, and since we never have mentioned the card since December, they're probably gone now. That's right. They're like, bye. We're not listening anymore, those assholes. Now, this is the type of thing where I could, if I close my eyes really tightly, 
I go, I think that might could yeah. be me. Yeah, you're like this could have been my life. <laughs> yeah. So this is exciting to see uh Sam's a, a butch a, a butch, butch les yeah. <laughs> with a lady les yeah. and their kids. This is like, you know, the you don't get to see this that often. No, it's so a great card. I we love it and I love seeing it. Hey there, my girlfriend Laurel and I have been listening to your Dumb Gay Politics podcast for some time now, and I recently joined your Patreon. You guys are awesome. I have to tell you, I nearly died when I listened to your episode, I'm in a Walker, Texas Ranger. Mm. Because literally the day before, I was an extra in the background of the upcoming episode 11 and had just done a part as a gas station consumer on episode 12. Not nearly as cool as a horse whisperer, Chelsea, but thought the coincidence was hilarious. Thank you for bringing joy to my weekly drive to Houston from Austin to see my girlfriend because dot 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 lesbians. That's what we do. The whole long distance thing. Smiley face. Hope you guys have an awesome holiday. Your listener and fan, Sam Lambert. Sam Lambert sounds like a country singer in That's Texas. me, Sam Lambert. She's a Lesbian. sexy gas station attendant on Ash. Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Anyone who watches Walker, please go and look for Sam. I know yeah. she's oh. looking sexy with like an oil rag. Like no <laughs> yeah. one even does that, but you know yeah. they did that. Yes. Like Oh, for sure. She's like, can I wash your windows? Denim. It's like, you sure can. <laughs> I'll wash your titties, Sam. I mean, I'm so excited that we've got uh, Sam, the lesbo girlfriend. Yep. They probably have to do earmuffs on the kids. They want to listen to the the Patreon and they're like lesbian minivan, but they yeah. can't do it. They don't can't even look do like it. they have a minivan. They look way like... They got a truck. I mean, but I love Sam's minivans. I know you do. They, I, I don't think do. they're uncool, but I can tell these two. They're a little like... They're cooler than the minivans. I'm going to say, listen, if you can put big tires on it, I'm good. You know what I mean? A minivan's oh, fine. They're so calm. They're very calm because what you want is first class seats in every seat. Oh, just and they do have it. Roomy. Roomy. Yeah. Bucket seats. Yep. The door. I don't have to break my arm closing or opening. I no, push a button. Right. Yeah. You know what we don't need? Push start cars. What we need? Push and open the bu- yeah, door. That's right. I don't have to open the door hard. Now, I know we're in a pressed for time because everyone's like, get mm. to the fucking politics. <laughs> no. I just want to quickly mention um, our little baby girl, um, Hannah Van Vliet Ooh. from Lower Hewitt, New Zealand. Hey, guys. How are you? Hannah, if, as you recall, uh, she is so, she's so fucking cute in her picture. We love her. I, I feel like I look at her picture all the time. She is the person who made um, a cross stitch out of your haiku that you wrote on, uh, the, on the Patreon called yes. Traction Levers. <laughs> It's similar to Jesse's drug den sign. Um, Hannah put a cross stitch of drugs all along the edges of the cross stitch. Yep. Now read us your haiku. <laughs> Traction levers. <laughs> what does that mean? Walk down brown earth road, tripped forward on burning knees, open eyes, full heart sky. That's so fucking good. That's like a real haiku. Sorry, sorry, sorry about it. She sent, not only did she send the haiku in a cross stitch that we need to assume she made, and Uh, even if she herself didn't make it, to even hire someone to make that and then ask for drugs to be all around the edge. Yeah, no, the the pictures on the outside are so great. Mushrooms, hookah, cigarette, whiskey, WAP, money, um, razor. (laughs) Yeah. Cigarettes, again, mushrooms, pot. Uh, pills, stamp. 
but the stamp is like it's like either aliens or it's like illuminati it's something like it like looks such like a as. duck or an animal from here i think it's a pyramid with an eye like the oh, Masonic oh right temple or something. Oh, okay well i and then we can also hope that as if cross stitch is a thing only grandmas do which it isn't that she said grandma will you because she looks she's just like a little baby little girl to me in her picture she's so cute now, Hannah, I want you to know, we this is the first time we are opening the whole gift. Uh, I, at one point, in a fit of rage, I did have to eat one of the chocolate. <laughs> she sends us chocolate mm. from New Zealand. Mm. Hokey Pokey Crunch, mm. that's still intact. And then an, mm. a, a Whitaker's Almond Gold Bar that mm. I already What the fuck have is in eaten. the Hokey Pokey Crunch? Um, I'm assuming it's kind of like a Nestle's Crunch, but it's a thick one. Ooh. Yes. So here is the other part, Memo, for you that. to open. I can only hope there's another okay. <sighs> meaningful piece of little art in there from our from our little goo. She's our little New Zealand goo. Hey, guys. Okay, so first of all, she made up. So, wow. She made, this is cool. She made up. Um, like a Ben and Jerry's ben and ad, but yes. it's Julie and Brandy's. Yes. And then I didn't even get that. I thought that was Ben and Jerry's for real. And it's all the ice cream, like we said with Porsche's ice cream. So it says, it goes, and she put all of our pictures all over it. Wrong, Rocky Road. Oh, because so on the Patreon, just for some context, one of the Patreons, we said Porsche needed to come out. <laughs> similar to how we're watching Potomac now. Again, we watched all of Atlanta because that's what people that are emotionally stable do they watch all of atlanta That's housewives right. in a week okay, you don't exactly. know what that does to your mental That's, state you're absolutely right so we said porsche should come out with an ice cream line yes and now of course i can't recall our names of well our get ice ready to love yourself <laughs> okay. okay wrong rocky road she was like wrong road wrong, wrong road. road your green tts are social distancing <laughs> <laughs> one of you bitches is eating me tonight because she said your titties are social distancing. Yes. That's a Porsche quote. Right. One of you bitches is eating me tonight. Oh, top. That's amazing. What flavor did she make it? It doesn't really say. It just says one of you bitches is eating me tonight. And she put in at Porsche for real all around the top of the like Julian Brandy ice cream pint top. The f they look amazing. Oh, my God, Hannah. If you don't mail that to this Porsche looks for incredible. real. incredible. And then um, buy pistachi. Oh, those bye, are the pistachi. <laughs> this is the classic. These are so brilliant. And then limited edition. This shit is bananas. This, oh, these are ours. Yeah. These are ours. Loose ass brisket. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what flavor that is. That's like brisket and vanilla. Get, yeah. And then daddy needs to see if it's poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That old chestnut. And you then know? it says Russ treats DGP edition. Amazing. My dad would go. Daddy needs if it's poison, and then I would reach then, my ice cream he, cone out, and right. he'd eat half the thing, and I go, oh. <laughs> start crying. <laughs> this needs to be framed immediately. Okay, so, great, Hannah. Now we have to go back down to the frame store. I'm obsessed with that. Okay, I'm now opening the other gift. Okay. <sighs> Dear Julian Brandy, see you at the self checkout. Love, Hannah. So we have talked about stealing things from the self checkout before. <laughs> Now, this is a picture of uh, um, like a monkey holding champagne, okay, with like a cross dish. But here's what it says. Oh, she did send it framed. I love her. I don't know why we steal things we don't need from people who don't want the things they have. That was genius. A, that was like the title of an episode, I think. I think so, too. And 
I'm sure that you I'm sure you coined that phrase. Yes, so I know I did. That I love. This is oh, it's probably amazing. because we stole champagne. <sighs> who knows how many times? <laughs> I mean, honestly, Hannah, oh, you are wow. you're the reason we wow. we're still here. I'll wow. tell you that. Okay, now we get to talk to one of our favorite guys about our favorite woman in the whole wide world, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Vice President. Kamala Harris. segment where we get to throw a middle finger to all the haters and spend the next 30 minutes celebrating all the hard work and accomplishments of our vice president Kamala Harris. As our 14 listeners know, Kamala Harris is our favorite person to ever be in politics in the entire history of the world and the universe. The only thing worse than suffering through Trump and his bullshit for four years is now witnessing how the Democrats and cable news have treated Kamala Harris for the last two. It's infuriating and disappointing, but lucky for us, our guest today is not a hater. He's a Kamala Harris advocate and expert, but most importantly, he's hot. Right, Mau Mau? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so hot. Best hair, best suits, best style, best eyes, best smile, best bone structure, best hairline, best face in Washington, D.C. Everything about him is hot. The man is a bespoke star in a sea of TJ Maxx. We are obsessed with him. Obsessed. And when he's not being sexually harassed on shitty podcasts, <laughs> our guest today is a well-known and well-respected political strategist. He founded the progressive polling company Brilliant corners which helped obama get elected not once but twice and that's what's up he is truly one of the most important voices speaking up on behalf of our vice president and we're so excited to hear his take on what's been happening and what he thinks the future holds for her so without further fucking ado welcome back (laughs) mr cornell belcher Hey, hey, Cornell. Cornell. God, can I just say how much I love you, too? <laughs> yes. Keep telling us. I'm cause... going to isolate that and use it on my phone. Uh, you, two, you two fucking rock. I really oh. appreciate you. Oh, that's nice. Thank well, you. Well, we're so happy to see you. Oh, we my God. We saw you on our TV, like, just yep. this past Sunday. Yep. We had been missing seeing your sexy ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have a I have a full time day job that I actually have to work that people depend on me to uh, to pay bills. Ew. Uh, and yeah, they, I know, right? <laughs> I know. It, 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 it kind of sucks. <laughs> well, we're hoping that Kamala Harris is, has hired you because something needs to turn around. Mm-hmm. I just. I just want to say, at one point last year, Kamala Harris had a 24% approval rating, which was 20 points lower than Mike Pence after (laughs) January 6th. Why and how did this all go so wrong? 
Well, well, a couple of things. One, well, first let me be fully transparent. I am not, I am not paid by 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 the vice president or any of the um, the organizations associated with the vice president. This is just me, you know, as a student of history, mm-hmm. um, and I, I I try to be a student of history, at least political history. I, I just find it so overtly. Um, bias the way that the media is covering her mm-hmm. and quite frankly not just the right but also the but also the left i mean there are they're they're asking things of her and making criticisms of her that they have not made of any of the men who've been vice president for the last for over 200 years in this country's history you know some of the things that they that they write about her in the newspaper about how she's not shown leadership skills, the Ugh. leadership ability to to lead the country or the, or or the Democratic Party, and I'm like, fuck out of here! I don't recall ever someone asking you know writing about whether Joe Biden when he was mm-hmm. vice president had the leadership skills. I don't recall anyone asking you know Al Gore if he had these had these had these leadership skills. And we're looking for the vice president to be out in front on issues ahead of the president, right? Because that's not the fucking job. The job of the vice president is to be that, the vice president. They can't get out ahead of the president on issues. They have to follow the president's lead and try to sell the president's program. No vice president until this first woman and this woman of color has been vice president have all of a sudden the terms um, and the goalposts have been moved for what is success and for 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 a vice for a vice president, I think the gender bias here is just is just in your face and is galling, and we got to call that shit out. And it's funny. Uh, I mean, we are ever, like we feel like we're yelling into the moon, like we're wolves, like we're lady wolves. When you say the goalposts have been moved, it literally feels like they're moved every like hour, like. Whether it's something, you know what I mean? Like we, I just read that New York Times article, which was infuriating about her. And it said the the headline was Kamala Harris is trying to define her vice presidency. Even her allies are tired of waiting. Like, fuck off. (laughs) We have literally almost stopped being friends with people like our good friends who will be like, I just don't like her. And I'm like, you're making my skin crawl. And I'll have to go back to Julie and go, how am I going to be still be friends with our friends? Like, I don't want to hear that. Obviously, look, Obama, you people's like inherent buried bigotry rose to the surface. And we are seeing I mean, Julie's been yelling about sexism since the day I met her. But we are seeing people's like people don't think they're sexist and they are. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's so deep. And the way that it's coming out is egregious and horrendous. Well, right. Like, again, when has a major newspaper written multiple arg- articles about Mike Pence not defining his his vice presidency. You're the fucking vice pre- you're the vice president. You don't get to define yourself. That's not the job Do of you- the vice president. The job of the vice president is to support largely to stand there beside the president, smile right. at him and it has unfortunately been am for over 200 years. Smile at him, yeah. uh, dote on him and then mm. support what he's doing. That's the that's the shitty job. Do you think that people just don't know what the job like, OK, if I'm trying to give some kind of benefit of the doubt to most of America, that's ignorant. OK, do we just not know what the vice president does? I, I think I think that's I think there's some truth in that. And I think she has brought attention to the vice presidency in a way that 
that that the boys just have it right all of a sudden um there's more of attention on the vice president than i think in in the past and they are but they're also but i but i also don't want to get away from this from this central notion and that is women are always asked to do more just to be equal with men mm-hmm. right and i'm a man but i i, I get it right that is mm-hmm. classic sort of sexism that's classic bias a woman's got to do twice as much just to be equal with a man and 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 the coverage and how they're talking about the vice president has that on display right she's got to be twice as good as the uh, as the others to, to to just to be just to be equal right she doesn't get the she doesn't get the presumption uh she's not accorded the presumption of of being ready or being good at the job that these other guys whether they be bad yeah. <laughs> terrible <Lucious>. unethical whatever <laughs> criminals th- 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 sh- criminals she, she she's not she's not accorded the same the, the same the, the same you know um equity uh, equity thank you yeah, as, yeah and they're as, not, as, not only they are they not assuming she's they're 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 acting like she, she doesn't must work not at be all. doing anything yes, they literally not even is she not just a leader she's just not working at all i've heard the term she's sitting around eating bonbons okay and <laughs> who's that morning joe i can't even so and fox news you can't even get into because it's it's almost that doesn't criminal. even count it at this point it, that's right because what's most hurtful and da- da- just damaging to all of us is the fact that it's coming from democrats and from the progressive whatever like the these things even in the times article which is just the scratching the surface of we don't see her she isn't around what is she doing we don't think she's doing anything she's not a good leader and it's like what do, what are you talking about we we see her at least we know that she's traveling the world we know that she's gone to every corner of the globe to fulfill at least part of this job as vice president what 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 uh she's been to mexico singapore (laughs) france honduras germany romania the uae japan south korea thailand the philippines she is literally on her way right now as we speak to to germany to 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 sort of uh rally and lead and shore up our our support our international support for 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 ukraine right when you talk about the trans the, the 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 huge uh, transformative legislation piece of legislation that that the Biden administration was able to pass uh, in the last two years, her her fingerprints are all over it, right? Opponents of the drought, the clean water, the electric school bus legislation, mm-hmm. all that stuff that 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 is that 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 got passed this past year. That was stuff that, quite frankly, when she was a senator uh she introduced right yeah. and all that stuff that she was fighting for in the senate she got to put into the legislation that ju- that just happened <laughs> you know i would argue that there was no one out more out in front and more central to uh progressive's ability to build and mobilize and organize uh around uh reproductive rights mm-hmm. in this past midterm than she was Thank God for her because she was a leading voice that helped. That was, with, you know, she was doing meetings with with constituencies. She was with, with constituency groups. She was leading the charge in progressive circles around messaging and around taking the fight to Republicans 
uh, around going after women's reproductive health, right? Going after women's freedoms and making the connection between that and economics and sort of women's economic freedoms in, in a way that no one else, no one else did. Mm-hmm. And and thank God that she did because without us being able to mobilize younger voters and mobilize a different cohort than typically shows up in a in a president's first uh, off your midterm, we were able to battle Republicans basically to a standstill and kill a red wave. And she was front and center in that. I don't know what more the woman what yeah. what more the woman has to do. You know what I I wanted to say that one of the earliest. Um, examples of what you said of the inequity and the response to her was like they they had just been inaugurated and built build back better i think I, either it was that or the co- big covid was the first one build back better whatever the first big legislation was joe manchin didn't want to do it of course oh. and she went to west virginia and she oh, went yeah. on the news and she like yes. like moated him so far <laughs> and ratioed him to the ground and then everybody was she, she was so hotly and widely criticized even by democrats on the news like that was too much and i'm like if that was a man if that was any other vice president even joe biden went and did that yeah but it was only her it was it was her that was just so offensive that she would go to west virginia and do that and, and undermine him to his constituents and it was mm-hmm. like that was the reason that even got passed in any way <laughs> right <laughs> right right there is, and again, it's this 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 overt double standard where that we're that we're seeing, and and it's this for me, it's like a it's like a perfect nasty storm of gender bias, you know, sexism along with racial bias, yeah. right? Yeah. That is that is creating this perfect storm around her, and they are, and they. And they are looking at her and criticizing her in a, in a different way than they've done any president. Look, if you want to say that I don't agree with with the vice president on reproductive rights. Right. I, I don't agree that 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 women should have right should have be able to control their <laughs> be able to control their bodies. No, I, that, that, that's, that's fine. Right. That, that That's fine. Right. That's that's a, that's that's a that's fair because that's what that's where you are. But to say that she hasn't done any she hasn't done anything in this fight well then that's not fair and to say that she is she's not a leading voice on the uh, on progressive issues that's simply inaccurate and not fair why is this coming from our own whether you're super progressive middle progress you know like we're liberals or democrats let's say we're, we're how are we don't yeah don't get me started <laughs> don't get me started like we're supposed to not be that way or whatever. And yet when you look at, let's say, you know, we've always railed against, let's say the Bernie bros or whatever, who seem like they're the most sexist and the worst and the most racist or whatever. And yet what, wow. What? Because I mean, progressives, eat the, progressives eat their own. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, while Republicans will, will, will line up and, and march in you and march and march, right. Uniformly. Uh, you know, progressives like it's like herding cats, and <laughs> it really, it really is. And there is no, there, there is our, our history is filled with us attacking each other and tearing each other down in a way that that Republicans just don't look. The, Donald Trump literally tried to overthrow the government. It's only, it's only recently that Republicans are coming out, kind of whispering that maybe he might not be the best nominee for us. <laughs> And he tried to overthrow the government. Right. He attacked the building that many of them were in. Yep. <laughs> right? And, yeah. and, and, and their insurrection. And, and and still most of them won't come out and say that he shouldn't be president. And even Mike Pence, 
Now, we get Mike Pence, who, because he did his job, is a hero. He's some hero because he did his job. But Kamala Harris laughs at a joke or giggles, and she's the Antichrist. Oh, God. I, Peggy I, Noonan. I, Peggy Noonan, I, dive I, off <laughs> a, a building. Like, we had to hear one more time about how her laugh made her deeply unserious. Yeah. And then just slowly and slowly just taking away every thing that's beautiful and authentic about her and just into the point where like I said even about the Joe Manchin thing I felt like quite soon after that happened she started to retreat whether it was her staff or her spokespeople they started to do a thing where she was doing less and less like public speeches or appearances or whatever how much of this is like has to do with her staff is it are these decisions that they made like to reduce her time in front of the camera. Yeah. But two things. One is I think the Peggy Noonan thing is is a is a case study because we have never heard anyone talk about any other vice president's laugh. Right. right it's sort right. of off. It's it's like off, like it's not serious. Right. If you are a if you call yourself a a a a major sort of serious reporter or media person, a news person or analyst, and you are talking about the way that I don't know, uh, Al Gore laughed, you're not a serious person. Exactly. Right. 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 If you're talking about how you're talking about how George H.W. Bush laughed when when Ronald Reagan told a joke, you're not a serious person. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're shown the door because that's because you're not serious at all. But it's a double standard because now, because there's a woman, all of a sudden, what was what was once sort of off limits is now fair game. And that's and that's the fundamental problem. That's the sexism. Yeah. Now, on her travel, look, folks, uh, <laughs> since the start of the year, she's been to Michigan, Florida, Arizona. North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Georgia. I mean, those are the ones that is not off the top of my head. But it is not announced on a right, it's not broadly announced. She's just doing the work. Mm. Right. And it is and again, how how many of us know where where Pence or Biden was traveling on a weekly basis? We had no freaking idea because again, it's the vice president. It's not the vice president's job to be out in front and catching headlines. Right. Yeah. That's the president's job. Right. And that now we are literally going through and picking apart where where she's been or where she hasn't been, when quite frankly she's been all over the country, but it's not but it's not broadcast because again, she's not the headline catcher because she's the vice president. All of a sudden now we're even doing it ourselves, right? We've got to be conscious of ourselves. Well, I haven't seen her, right? Well, I never saw Mike Pence. <laughs> Thank God. I, I never saw <laughs> I never saw Joe Biden. No, ever. And I love Joe Biden. Yeah. I never saw Joe Biden when he was president, when he was vice president. Right. But all that's of a sudden true. now, that's that is the double standard. Uh, do you think that there's any truth or 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 can you at least I mean, I don't know, can we speak to all these rumors and things that are written about her staff and they're so disgruntled and then Simone Sanders leaves and is it her? Is it And is, I will say that we we contacted her spokesperson now, I think her name's Kristen Allen. We contacted her, the, their office. We got her email. They were helpful at first. All we wanted was like a dossier of 
of just that we could be like mini PR people to our 14 listeners. All we wanted to do is just so we could every week just tell like everything she's done and not have to like, just because we're lazy. We didn't want to have to hunt it down. I don't want to have to read the New York Times. I hate the New York Times. And I just wanted it handed to me on a silver platter and they never did. And I just feel like even the most basic even our tragic publicist has a folder of like our resume. I mean, I don't know. I, I do feel like they're that we all kind of failed in the way of like helping her or just, yes, mm. getting excited about what she's done and mm. the news. And, and then I don't know if her, her own staff, what I found wasn't helpful. Mm. Well, let me say this. One is the staff thing. Look, as someone who's been <laughs> around uh, the people in the white house, and through two administrations and having friends who work in prior administrations, uh, you know, I, it's a really fucking tough jobs, right? Yeah. It's 24 hour, seven days a week jobs. They, people burn out. So you always have high turnover in, in those jobs. But again, we have no idea how many people left the job when Joe Biden or, or Mike Pence was there. We have no freaking idea. And you know why? Because they, because because they weren't they weren't looking for yeah. the vice president. They weren't looking through things like this for their vice president. It is it is her that the double standards. And by the way, I'm gonna be annoying as hell because I'm gonna point out the double standard every fucking time. Yeah, I see it. Right? They're hyper. Well, they right are. Now, They're hypercritical of every single thing. Yep. Exactly. I, again, I have no idea how many people left the vice presidency office when when Al Gore was there because you know what? They weren't paying attention because he was the vice. Because he was the vice president. Now that now that said, you know, you mentioned Small Sanders. Ask Small Sanders about the VP, right? She's the she's one of the biggest cheerleaders for the VP right now. But she's also someone who now has her own show on MSNBC. Right. So she's parlayed that 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 VP experience into into uh, something some some something else. Which, by right. the way. The stuff that the men do all the time. It's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an interesting thing. It's like you're saying, because we hear from the news, whether it's article written or on the TV or whatever, that the staff is disgruntled. So you go, what? And, and what? I, we don't understand why all of it. The only place we can go to ever hear a positive word is Joy Reid. Yeah. Now we have Simone yeah. Sanders. Right. It's why I don't understand why MSNBC. Why can't we just be like Fox and just make an, <laughs> a propaganda arm where we just like I just it's it bugs that it's not there that there's not more support for her that there's mm-hmm. yeah that there's not more cheerleading and more fun like great success stories that we know exist because we saw her when she was the DA of California. We saw her for two, four years, however long on Senate. Was it four, two, three? I don't know. Whatever. That whole time she was incredible in the Senate. Yeah, like there's, the hearings no, and this stuff. is an yeah. incredibly successful individual. There is, there is not a thing she does. That's not successful. Right. And it's like, now we just don't get to hear about it. Well, and again, part of that, again, I'm going to point out the double standard because uh, we're in uncharted waters and, and, and we're having, and I think they're having to deal with things in a way that historically the office of vice president hasn't had to deal with. The, the office of vice president has never had to have a cheerleading squad or an organization that is out there telling their story mm-hmm. because again, they're the vice president. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. They are the person standing behind, beside the person who's all the focus is supposed to be on. Focus is supposed to be on the president because the president calls the shots. And everyone else runs the plays that the president the president calls. 
But now all of a sudden, uh, they are they are looking for the, the vice president to 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 be out in front on things, and in a way that they've not asked any of the men for over two hundred years to do. I feel like a lot of people that I've seen a lot of like overlapping of in the news of people sort of like, let's say, bringing up Al Gore particularly. Well, he had a platform and he and it's like, yeah, after like it's like they, 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 yeah. they you know what I mean? Like he didn't make the fucking we're all going to die movie until yeah. after he was vice president. They're they're bringing up things that these people do after while they're vice right. president. They we don't know they exist. We don't Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. But Al Gore did all that after he got more votes than George Bush <laughs> right, the president. Yeah, right. Then there's that. Yeah. Then there's that too. Then there's that too. And no one seems to, you are the only person that we have seen, at least that we know of, that has spoken this truth to this, to these, I don't even know what to call it, this propaganda. And it's sad. It but, is but really it, it, sad. It, it, it is sad, but it's also, you know, I'm going to look at the, uh, I'm going to see a glass half full, not half empty here. But, but I think it's also because, frankly, we are in uncharted waters because never before have we had a vice president so under attack yeah. and so under a microscope and, and, and these sort of things being demanded of the vice president, nowhere in the history of our country ever before have we had a vice president uh, being asked these things and under a microscope and being asked why they aren't out in front leading. Yeah, right. So it's uncharted waters. Is there any chance? Because so after the State of the Union, um, she she was out. Biden was out, and she was out, and she and it was so exciting to see her again and see her face. And is there any chance that there? And then we've gotten a few emails like oh, from, from the office from of the, the office. vice president, yeah. you know. And I'm like, okay, are they? Is there gonna be like a sea change, maybe? Well, I don't have a sea change, but I I, I know. Right now, the the president and vice president they're not going to make, um, I think, uh, the mistake that that I would a mistake might be too strong a word, but you know, look, go, looking back at twenty going into twenty ten for uh, when Obama was president, you know, Obama and along with Nancy Pelosi and Harry Reid, rest his soul, they moved massive pieces of legislation mm -hmm. to pull our country back from the brink of a of a great depression. Uh, our economy was in free fall. We were losing uh, over 100,000 jobs a month. Uh, people forget that. And they put together legislation to bring back, to save uh, Detroit by the auto industry and pull our country back. And But, the, but they didn't go out uh, and sell it. And unfortunately, uh, legislation isn't like a Honda. It doesn't sell itself. <laughs> and so... What you're what you're seeing now, what you're beginning to see now, and what you'll certainly see over the next couple of months, like when 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 the vice president gets back, she's going to be headed to the South Carolina and Colorado, uh, and the president's going to be heading out to some other sort of states around states around, talking about the infrastructure bill, right? Talking about removing lead pipes, mm -hmm. uh, yep. talking about improving our water infrastructure talking about setting up electricity, electric charging stations all across this country. So they are going out and about and talking to the American, you know, and I love this because it's, it's not looking for the mainstream media to tell their story, but they're going to these media markets and telling the, the American people 
all across the country their story. And I think that's really important. And she is certainly a, a, a key part of that. Look, you saw even before she got on a plane to go to Germany, again, in a leadership role to try to help our coalition hold and defeat Russia as they, as they attack Ukraine. She, is, she was in, uh, she was all up, up, up in the, uh, the Midwestern sort of uh, Great Lakes states, right? Talking about what this administration has been doing. She is a valuable yep. partner on the campaign trail. Um, and I think you begin to see that before she left for Germany. I think you're gonna see a lot more of it from her after she gets back, but she also has a day job, and being the, and she also has a day job. But 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 they, I think they understand better than I I, I think the we all did in the Obama uh, first first time around going into 2010 that the president and the vice president they have to get out there and hit the road. And by the way, she's out there hitting the road. I would argue in a way that that wasn't asked of any other vice president. I mean, if you look at her travel schedule, right, again, it's not showing up in the headlines of the Washington Post or the New York Times or even the L.A. Times. But if you look at her travel schedule, she's all over the country talking about what this administration's uh, doing and talking about how the legislation they fought for is going to impact real everyday Americans in a way that, frankly, uh, you have not. You certainly didn't see Mike Pence out there doing that when, when he was vice president. Before we let you go, how, how does one look at her travel schedule? The, the president and vice president's schedule is public. It's their public documents. Um, I, now, don't get me to lying about, about the exact web page to go to it. So, like, <laughs> so just, we just could probably say, like, you know, whitehouse.gov.schedule.com. <laughs> yeah, go, I, would, I, would start, I, would, I would start at the whitehouse.gov web page, and somewhere in there you'll see that you, you'll find a link to of course, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on those pages, but but the, but 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 the schedule is public. So, Ugh. what do you think is going to happen? So, this is going to be for. You think this is the way it's going to be selling? Like, and you everybody's noticing the construction and the Wi-Fi being, you know, all these like dead Wi-Fi oh, areas and all the infrastructure, and then that's going to continue on until the just the all 2024. I think. Look, the the. Uh, the arc, the narrative arc of a presidency is different from that of, of Congress. Um, many of you will remember that after 2010, there were literally articles in major news publications arguing that, that Obama should not run for re-election. Um, you, oh <laughs> as, as, as asinine as it may seem now, there, that was, and, and by the way, it wasn't from the right, it was from the left again. We oh, our God. Own. Uh, Why so, are we the worst? Oh, it's awful. Why are we the worst? We, we are. We are the worst. I, I, I hate it. I hate it here. We are the worst. I know. I hate it uh, here. When can we move? When are we going to be able to move? <laughs> but look, I, I think, I think, going into the next um, year, year and a half, there's going to. I think the Biden administration and the vice president are going to be able to tell an incredible story. Uh, and, and, and look, I'm, I'm an Obama guy. I'm an Obama and Howard Dean guy. I work for both of them. Mm. But I got to tell you, when you look at what this president has been able to accomplish mm. in a divided, complete, evenly divided Senate and a, and a super narrow uh, majority in the House, you look at the masses, the massive pieces of legislation, transformative pieces of legislation that many presidents argued they, they wanted to pass, that this guy got passed, 
mm-hmm. or with the vice president's help, and you look at over the next year, year and a half, how that infrastructure package is going to be impacting people lives all across the country there's other you know in ohio they're already building bridges you know in parts of the country they're going to be seeing shovels go into ground and jobs created because of the hard work and so when you look at inflation coming under so inflation coming under control and you look at our economy look i know i know americans are 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 not happy about the state of the economy but i gotta tell you Europe would love to have our economy right now. <laughs> um, Asia would love to have our economy right now. Our economy is 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 stronger than any than any of our our, our Western allies and most of our and most of our, our our Pacific allies. So when you look at an economy that is that is sound, you look at inflation coming under control. You look at jobs growing. You look at at programs, um, uh, infrastructure that is being created and impacted and doing good in communities all across this country. I think the president and vice president are going to have a, an incredible story to tell the American people going into going into re-election. I, one that, quite frankly, is certainly better than I would argue that, 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 that Bush had or, 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 or Clinton had, and to a certain extent, even better than, than my guy Obama had. <laughs> certainly better than Trump. <laughs> who apparently is going to be the nominee. <laughs> I mean, we just got to hope that our shitty party <laughs> comes together and does the messaging good. That's where we also fail. Well, Can I make we... one last point? Yeah. Can I make one last point? Because I think and I want to go back to something that, that you said earlier. Because um, I was struck by it, right? This idea that she's not doing anything. She's just sitting around, what'd you say, eating Literally bonbons? eating bonbons, okay? I want to, I want to <laughs> Was burn. that Chris Christie? I'm trying to guess what asshole said that. But let's understand, let's understand what they're doing with this language. Thank it you. Is, it is, it is the continuum of the welfare queen. Right. It is, it is, it is, it is a continuation of that That's imagery right. of, that Reagan set up of a welfare queen. That, That's right. This negative imagery, this it's racist disgusting. imagery of a, of a, of a, of a, of a brown woman. So yes. she, so, so, so they're trying to make the vice president, this accomplished, hardworking woman. They're trying to basically set her up as someone who's just sitting around a big fancy house, getting a goddamn government check. It is disgusting, mm-hmm. but it, but we got to understand what they're doing. It is the welfare queen continuum that they're trying to put the, the vice presidency in. It's ugly. It's sexist. It's racist, and we got to push it back every time we hear it. We do. We do. We, we, do. we do. And it's sad, and it's you know, thank God that you're out there, yes, you know, in public saying it. And, and I'm going to insist that you try to go on every Sunday show because. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, like it's getting it's 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 getting hard out here with like I said Chris Christie is just I mean uh, yeah. the yeah, worst I, yeah oh god and I'm that's like, the, ju- the narrative coming out of his mouth and the yes, constant you is. made me feel so much better about saying that they wrote an article about Obama shouldn't run again because the thing of oh Joe Biden you know of course they're saying he's too old and all that stuff but oh he should get a new a VP right. and it's like laughable and it's it, I mean it's 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 so insulting yeah. that it's it's like breathtaking yeah. 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 So but also you, Donna did a good job. She, she did great. Right. I did. She Donna, did great. And I love she did great. I love Donna. And Simone yeah, Simone Donna. did great too. Yes, like, Simone did great yeah. too. There is a coalition I can see forming of the little soldiers here and there yeah. who thank God, thank God they're there. But like But we've never we had to do more. this before. No. That's yeah, right. we've, but we've never had to do this before. We've never had to had to had to set an army up around 
protecting and defending the vice president because again it's the vice president not the president so. well thank you thank you and you're doing your part you had to come on the stupid ass podcast <laughs> tell tell our 14 <laughs> listeners where they can find you we are obsessed with you <laughs> uh you can find me on on twitter is twitter still operating you can yeah. find me on twitter <laughs> barely you can find me you can find me on twitter and also my my staff been trying to get me to do more on instagram but i just don't get i actually don't do like conscious stuff on instagram i look at instagram it's just fun so I just saw so all my pictures on myself on Instagram. It's just me hanging out drinking. Yeah, you want to see you want to see hot Cornell and right. in, in all the outfits on the, Instagram. That's bespoke yeah. suits, smoking cigars, yeah. looking cool, yeah. wearing glasses. Right. You need both sides. Let it's me tell so, you something. So you get the three dimensional <laughs> Cornell, and, and you are working all the angles. Because let me tell you, this lesbian is looking at you like, where am I getting that suit? Where am I getting those glasses? What, what does he smell like? I need every uh, single thing. Smells like heaven. I love you all. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for doing this. Honestly, yeah, we you. really appreciate it. Yeah. We and really we, we'll, and everything you're doing. We'll talk to you again in 2024 when we're back at this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because it's damn near impossible to find an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note when half the country are mind-controlled members of a morally bankrupt right-wing cult and the rest of us are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy keyboard fighting with our own side and talking shit about Don Lemon to win the war. <laughs> now, the only thing that could beat Cornell Belcher telling us he loves us. Nothing. Um, well, I guess if you made out a list of, um, wonderful things that our icon, our role model, our angel in the morning, <laughs> L vice presidente Kamala <laughs> Kiki Harris has done, I think that could mm. put the cherry on top of this beautiful, <sighs> messy, melted Sunday that we've well, created. Yeah, here. no shit. Well, in light of today's interview with Cornell and trying to shine light on the sexism and bias against our VP and the infighting of the Democrats and progressive wing of the United States, I felt it was my duty for this, so there's that, to give the Kamala Harris rundown the best I could find it. Like we discussed with Cornell, Kamala Harris has been given the shit end of the stick, terrible coverage, and is held to a standard that is wildly made up and so deeply sexist that it has grabbed hold to progressive women who will profess to hating this woman and can only cite personal reasons and the talking points the media has propagandized because they're so scared of seeming biased or opinionated. They've scapegoated her to an inch of their own careers, and it's pathetic. In the four years that Mike Pence was <laughs> vice president... The worst he got was that he called his wife mother, but he was always given the benefit of the doubt. He was a voice of reason and rationality in a sea of chaos. He seems like a nice, gentle man. He's a man of faith. 
He has to support the president. At least he's there in case Trump goes off the rails. Well, even though he's ultra-conservative, pro-life, called for conversion therapy for gays, won't be alone in a room with a woman, was paid off by the NRA, the Koch brothers, and Mike Pence has had more lobbyists and corporate entities in and out of his office and giving him money more than any other living vice president on record. It's fine. He's still not hated and doesn't get as much vitriol at Kamala Harris and her laugh. Like we discussed, what is she doing? She's not doing anything. <laughs> Al Gore took climate and he made it his whole issue and she's just never around. We never see her. She's obsolete. She shouldn't be president. Blah, blah, blah. Bye, scalp. Climp, clop, clop, clop. Close the lid. Bye, pistachi. Bye, pistachi. <laughs> so upon my daily doom scroll, I came across this twed, twed tweet. <laughs> Hey, Patreon. Oh, my God. Zooey. <laughs> I came across this tweet thread that said, as we've seen over the past week, there's no shortage of people willing to anonymously or publicly tear down the vice president. <laughs> tweet tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so since no one seems to know what she's done or is doing, I'll put it all in one place. Upon further inspection, it does need to be said this person is Kristen Allen, special assistant to President Biden and press secretary to the vice president. Basically, she listed out all of the shit that Kamala Harris has been up to. And it oh, all she's became the one who did the tweet three. She did the tweet tweet. Yes. OK, so and we talk shit about her a little bit uh, lightly. Gentle. Gentle. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she did kind of ignore us. She ignored and us. By the way, she probably knew to do the tweet tweet because <laughs> because tweet tweet or whatever it was, because we requested the yeah, list. That's right. It's like we need the if list. You, we need it out there. If you never heard from us, you would never have done the list. Jewy. Jewy. I never would have done the list. <laughs> if you had you not. DM'd me, Dwee. <laughs> so, okay. Well, sh I'm sorry that Kamala Harris has not been up the nuts thirsting on with her flagpole issue like Al Gore. And by the way, he's the only one because when does anyone care about the vice president? They don't. But and they how long cared about him until much, much later. After. But they do now because she's black and she's a woman. Get into it. The only thing we knew about Joe Biden during Obama was that Obama loved him. And because of that, I loved him. Well, the thing with Kamala Harris and what they have her doing is basically, and it cannot be argued, she's doing her job. She's being sent around the world to pinpoint what the fucking problems and issues are mixed in with dealing with abortion rights here, women rights all over the world, the immigration problem from the root source, climate change, uh, understanding the world and what every corner of the globe is doing. She is expressing and... Yes, part of the job is bragging, for lack of a better word, to what the current administration is doing. She's also learning about other people, cultures and challenges they face, what they go through, which should make you feel great and safe and taken care of. OK, so let's just start and I'll try and bullet point this the best we can. So you're going to give a list yes. from the tweet thread from the tweet thread of the so, <laughs> of yes. the accomplishments over the last has it been, it's been two years. It's accomplishments and it's also just the fucking job as to why and what she's been doing. For example, and, and we can't know every single thing she's done, but these are some of the major things that we all should appreciate and know that she has done and is doing. One, she met with President Zelensky of Ukraine. Why? Because she needed to find out from him what he needs. She's doing the dipl diplomacy she's with the doing fucking the diplomacy, with Ukraine. And certainly Ukraine is somebody we need to be constantly in contact with because of the war and we're giving them a lot of shit. And like, let's just for a second, as we sit here, Mm-hmm. And I'm drinking Corona Light at fucking mm -hmm. two in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Imagine, even as a senator, even as DA, 
um, can you pop on over and talk to somebody who's in the middle of a war who's been hiding and, you know, mm-hmm. and now have them, they're pissed off, they want fucking weapons, they want help. Like, that's a huge, intense thing to do on any level for anyone yes and by the way and particularly when you've got representatives and senators such as marjorie taylor green who have been constantly talking about not supporting ukraine not supporting the war because we're just all the all the bullshit all the bullshit that has been talked about has she been there no who's been there not any of them so, but well, you could know, you imagine if we sent that fucking troll monster no, goblin over exactly. there, just like doing curls and CrossFit box jumps yeah, in front of Zelensky? Just, like maybe uh, you should train the army like this. No, bitch. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Fucking Kiki went to North Korea to the DMZ. Oh, fig- yeah, we we've seen that before. Uh, she's going. She's talking to troops. She's seeing how it works. She's, you know, you know, all these places where she's going all over the world, and I mean all over the world, meeting with presidents, meeting with diplomats, meeting with representatives. This person is now has an understanding of how the world works, unlike any other human being. Okay? And I didn't hear Democrats so, talking shit about what Hillary Clinton was doing when Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, which is basically I'm sitting here going, why more. does Kamala Harris even have to fucking do that? Shouldn't fucking... Antony Blinken be over fucking isn't he our secretary of state I don't even know who he fucking is, is. Yes. why isn't he doing it and even if he is and I'm sure he is yes that is so intense for her to be doing and like she's doing why are Democrats talking their shit we hate it here we already said we it we hate it here we hate it here with Cornell Bel- Belcher okay <laughs> this is a huge one that I that I just want to just really focus on specifically immigration Kiki has talked about the root problem of immigration now the one area of the immigration problem, which is called like the, what's it called? Northern Triangle. Okay, it's called the Northern Triangle. She literally started an entire thing called the American Public Private Initiative, which she started to put money into that entire yeah, we, area. We did that okay? top to bottom on the podcast. Right. We went over it. It's so like just jargon, so people, but it was. It's a lot of jargon, but just so you understand, she fucking spearheads that. And there's now $900 million in that entire area to get the economy going so that people don't fucking come over she, here. She like came up with this thing to incentivize private businesses right. in Europe and America to go there, like cell phone companies, mobile companies, it. so that they could start getting an infrastructure, yes, get their right. mail, like literally some, some points of the Northern Triangle. And I know this from somebody who has family there. Like it, the mail is just like... Turn left at the chicken coop <laughs> right. and then keep going down. Right. And when you see like the fork in the dirt road, there's an oak tree. Like right. it's she's doing a lot and it is not, you know, it's it's not an easy job. Going to the southern border in Arizona or in Texas doesn't mean the, the problem is solved. We all know what's going on over there. So. What we don't know is what's going on in the Northern Triangle. And what we don't understand is the root problem and the cause for why these people are running for their lives. It isn't about the fact that they're standing there and it's not legal. It's like, why don't you think about why it is in the world that people feel the need to run with their babies and go through oceans and fucking almost kill themselves and get raped five million times in order to leave the place where they're from. There are problems there and that's where she's trying to focus it. And that is the rational, logical, humane thing to do, not build a wall and keep everyone out. So get into that too. 
She was just in Munich for a big security conference, which people from all over the world go to. So she uh, was uh, representing the United States in that. Now that's national security. Now she knows all about national security. She's got her hand in every single part of how the government works. When Not only that. Head, when there's a head of those cabinets correct. to go do that. That's right. But she is going. Yep. Uh, and it's not to say that they don't go or they don't have anything right. to do with it, but she she is ultimately like has her fucking hand in it. Yeah, she's in, doing, in it doing too. the job of ten men with she, ten different men. That's and right. Her. That's right. Not only is she doing all of that international work, she's also meeting with small business owners here. She has meeting after meeting after conference after conference through COVID, about COVID, about the vaccine, about how to payroll, taxes, uh, wages, labor, laws, everything, guns, abortion, Planned Parenthood, every single thing. Um, And how many uh, funerals has she had to go to just in the last month? Mass shootings, police shootings, natural disasters. It's just she's yeah. constantly having to deal with that stuff on a domestic level. And when and by the way, at the last funeral she had to go speak at, she talked about supporting police reform. She is a voice for um, democratic values. She is a voice for democratic legislation and a huge proponent for progressive fucking shit. And she doesn't get the fucking love and respect she deserves. Okay. And as vice president, she doesn't have the power to legislate or bring a bill to the floor, but her power is in her presence and the bitch is everywhere. And the media is the one who isn't fucking on it. I wanted to pitch to everyone listening and to bring it to the streets to understand that this woman with her smile and all her history and all her life and her mom and Doug and his kids and his sense of humor and her her sense of humor and her sister and her niece and yes, her ambition and her fierce fucking boss ass bitch relentless will not be stopped attitude is out there learning about the world to better this country and that's how a leader is made that's how a person understands people and challenges and issues and problems and looks people in the eye and listens and as a leader formulates her opinion and then develops the action to go along with that maybe she's a bitch we don't know maybe she is well Then she's a bitch who's traveling to every corner of the globe while vice president dissecting every problem we face as a country and as a planet. Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to talk about Ukraine, like we said, and Lauren Boebert and these assholes. They don't even leave this country and they don't fucking meet people and talk to them because they're idiots. They're idiots. (laughs) I think 9-11 just I mean, I don't I bet you Marjorie Taylor fucking Hobbit has never has never left the country, not just. She's literally been on Twitter the last week talking about seceding from America and red states and blue states getting a divorce. You know what, bitch? Take your state, get a divorce, and we'll see how long you last. You won't have water. You won't have fucking funding for anything. Your whole sh- you and you know what? Toilets. We keep the house. We keep the house. We keep the <laughs> house. Right. Good. We want a divorce. We accept your. your we accept Goodbye. your fucking petition. Goodbye. We keep the house. Good luck to you. What you head That's off? That's right. <laughs> head the fuck off. Hopefully somebody takes you in. Exactly. Fucking Kamala Harris sits with women and talks about all the stuff we just said. Small business, abortion, LGBT rights, trans rights, human trafficking, sex trafficking, child abuse, racism, sexism, ageism, fighting for voting rights. (gasps) As vice president, guess what? She's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing. And even if you can 
All you can hold on to is literally she just started working directly on fixing the over-immigration problem coming from Central America. Well, then that's what she's doing. And that shit doesn't get fixed in a day. So the reason we don't see her is because she's busy. Plus, they have her giving a thousand speeches constantly cheerleading and trying to get people to understand what the White House is doing because that's the job. She's doing her job. And she does it above and beyond every expectation and is doing more than Mike Pence ever did in one fucking day while he wasn't working against every single one of our interests. Kamala Harris is for the people. Kamala Harris is not only the most gorgeous physically politician we've ever had, she's working tirelessly on our behalf. So spread the word. Let's make the media accountable and start chipping away at this grotesque, double standard, sexist bullshit. She deserves better and so do we. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much, even though only probably three people are still here. Um, If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week, every week, and there's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules. And best of all, there's no pressure to join the Patreon on our Patreon podcast. (laughs) That's right. And you can subscribe for only a dollar. You get one podcast a week for one dollar and two podcasts a week for two dollars. And when you sign up, you immediately get access to hundreds of hours of timeless back podcasts. There's a list right at the top of all of our most popular episodes, so you'll know right where to go. Plus, you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you are contributing to what has become basically our sole source of income since we got kicked off Bravo. And one of um, our most popular episodes, hands down, Mm -hmm. is No Shirts Off in My Class, Sir. Mm -hmm. We put a link to that episode. You can listen to it for free. It's in the description below this podcast. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. That's a different episode, so you can get two free ones if you so desire. Mm -hmm. Whatever you choose to do, you can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything to hear the free episodes. It's super easy. It's so easy. And once you subscribe, all you have to do is import our Patreon podcast feed one time into iTunes or whatever podcast player you're using right now. And then it will just automatically show up there every week next to any other podcast you subscribe to. You don't have to do that, but it's a convenient option. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And a Kiki about Kiki. Oof. With uh, with, Cornell. Yeah, with Cornell. Mm. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet Transvestite From transsexual 
to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 